you've spoken about studios blacklisting artists. Do you have any stories about artists blacklisting studios? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Um, I'm not going to name any studios tonight in fear of oh, retribution. So Brent, of course, why, why, why would people blacklist on studios? What, well, what could I mean, be the reasons? There's so many reasons. It's just like, how can I even start? Usually, usually it has to do with toxic management, bad culture mm -hmm. is usually what it comes down to. Um, and that could be, take, that take, takes many forms. It could be um, blatant chauvinism or bigotry or like something completely intolerable, especially this in this day and age. It could be that. Mm -hmm. It could be... Um, it could be just uh, abuse of the employees, like overtime all the time without any compensation at all. Uh, it's like, you know, it could just be um, bad scope to the projects. People, it might, maybe the, the, maybe the company's full of really great people, amazing people. Management's amazing too. The problem is, is that they don't know how to manage the project. And so it, it's like, it's, it's almost painful to, to, to be working there because you know that it's not going to be managed well. It's not going to, it's going to be underbidded. And it's going to be a, a chore to get done. And it's going to probably, you know, steal from you years of your life that you're not going to get back. And so you might do it for one, but then after that, and then it starts to become a trend. And then next, you know, everyone's talking about it. And nobody wants to work there. And it, it, yeah. it'll destroy the studio because it'll get to the point where the only people they can get now are a bunch of juniors who don't know any better. Um, or a bunch of people that are maybe, I don't know, paid to stay. I don't know, but it, it doesn't end yeah. well for the studio usually. Yeah, I would say overtime, and especially if it's unpaid overtime, uh, that that's definitely something that's going to create a bad uh, reputation for 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 a studio. That that's for sure. And sometimes it can be subtle, but you know, even if it's not mandatory, uh, it, it, there's some studios have a you know, or something. Actually, it's not really the studio. It's some. Um, some team, because in some studio you have the different project, but some team have a are very good at being slightly passive aggressive towards overtime to, you know, make it kind of obvious that you know you don't have to, but the rest of the team is kind of doing it. So yeah, you know that would be great if you could be part of the team and do your own, and that can happen at time. But when it's you know just constant. And you realize that, okay, and we're always changing direction. And at some point, it, it just become, becomes an habit. And people do overtime for the sake of overtime without asking, their, without taking a step back of, wait, why are we still doing overtime? We've been doing overtime for, for years now. Why, why is it always a, uh, a thing? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. It's, uh, it's way more difficult to properly bid and manage and uh, to properly manage a production that will end up not requiring overtime than just, you know, go with the flow. And, well, you know, if they have to do more than 40 hours, they're already, they should already be grateful of having a job anyway. This kind of attitude is uh, yeah. definitely... Yeah. I, I, I have a, there's a, there's an anecdote here that I have about a, a, a famous producer from back in my day who was um, caught um, by somebody saying this very famous phrase when, when talking about the topic uh, at a management meeting about, um, about exactly this, this sort of like people were unhappy and it was like the people were, 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 were not, not, didn't really enjoy some of the, you know, some of the policies and some of the amount of work that was being asked of them. And 
the response by this on this producer who remain unnamed um was well you know you know artists and animators they're kind of like light bulbs you know they're meant to be burnt out and replaced that was literally what was said and so unfortunately what happens is that that started that starts to catch on and then that starts to hit the sort of the 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 sort of the grapevine and then people start listening they they, they who want, who'd want to work there after hearing that you know what i mean like it's like well, no that's just a huge red flag that one of the sort of the and this was not just like just some producer it was kind of like the executive producer of the studio so it um it was um that's the kind of stuff that like if you end up having that big of a mouth and that, that wrong of an attitude, it will absolutely bite you in the ass. And, and that studio went from being really big at one point to really becoming quite small. And, um, and, uh, I think a lot of it had to do with that kind of, that kind of unfortunate culture that was there. The sad, the yeah. sad part is the actual, the, the person who ran the studio, like the owner of the studio was like one of the nicest people I know. And, um, he just kind of got, went into business with somebody who, in my opinion, um, might not have been the greatest choice for a variety of reasons. And, you know, it's just yeah. that, you know, the consequences, they will follow. I would say in, in general as well, a, a studio that will favor mainly productivity and efficiency compared to build a good culture with their uh, artist is go definitely going to suffer from it and have an example of many uh, studio actually uh, especially in in vfx that many stories of you know shots are passed from one animator to the other one animator oh you're available you're going to start six shots okay we're going to take your two blocking we're going to send it to this other animator because now and and basically maybe for production it kind of makes sense but in terms of you know, artist happiness of owning their work and being fulfilled mm -hmm. and satisfied, uh, that's just terrible. So yeah. sometimes it is just how, you know, what what do you value? Do you, are you trying to maximize as uh, everyone's time? Um, are you trying to just, you know, yeah, manage a production in a way that doesn't really think about, uh, we want to make sure that those, artists that we have now are still going to be here in a couple of years. So yes, we need to deliver, but at the same time, we need to create an, a culture and environment that they will feel uh, fulfilled. So when that doesn't happen, sometimes it can create a bad reputation as well. Oh yeah. It can happen pretty quickly too. And it, um, you know, it, in some, some studios, they can compensate for some of this by like having really good uh, bonus programs and they have other ways of sort of, distracting you from some of the sort of, in my opinion, more important sort of values of a company. But I mean, mm -hmm. everyone's different, right? Some people are you know, willing to cast a blind eye. Some of these big studios have so many projects going on at the same time as well, that it's like they're one ex an experience of, of one person is so different than the other person, just because it's like, they might as well be different companies. Um, yeah. I know Ubisoft is like this, very, very different cultures on the different teams. And so I know people that are super unhappy with, with the place and other people that are just like, what are you talking about? This place is amazing. And it's like, mm -hmm. it couldn't be more, the disparity is so big on opinion. And it's just because it comes down to just how isolated and siloed these different teams are and, and being able to sort of, which is a good thing and probably a bad thing at the same time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's and sometimes it's just one individual that is creating a sometimes. bad mode for an entire team, and <clears throat> you know at times they they can be super uh, political, which means that they're going to say and 
this is something we discussed in, in one of our latest discussion with, I don't remember if it was Pierre Olivier. Um, but, you know, there's some people that are really good at the politics, which means that to everyone above them, they're going to say the right thing to the right people and to their producer and all that. It, it's going to seem like they're doing a, a, a good job. But actually, you speak to everyone below them in their team or their other team, and it's a totally different story. So sometimes, unfortunately, just one person can create a bad uh, reputation for an entire team.